This country is out of control. Now, if you want it to continue to fall, you vote for the Democrats. I don't love all the Republicans. As a matter of fact, I'm not a special pleader for the Republican Party. But this time around, that's all we've got. We have got to fight this, this movement, this Democrat Party. It's not about some policy changes, ladies and gentlemen. I just want to read to you what Ronald Reagan said. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it to our children in the bloodstream. It must be fought for, protected, and handed for them to do the same, or one day we will spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it was once like in the United States where men were free. Ronald Reagan thought Joe Biden was a moron, and he didn't like him. And he didn't like the way he treated people in a very nasty way when he was chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee. Joe Biden is a figurehead for radicals that have been appointed throughout this administration. Obama types and all the rest. We're losing our country. We have to start clawing it back in November. That's it. Mark Levin telling it like it is, as he always does. Boy, he was on fire last night. Might have some time to get to that audio later today, but uh, you you discovered some audio of uh, Fetterman that wow. sounds really makes Joe Biden sound articulate, sound, uh, very articulate. I I don't understand what is going on in that race. I don't well, see how he can be up in the polls. The unions are so influential in that state. Pennsylvania is a just a big union state. But, well, I mean, we'll play well, it later on, but uh, he he clearly is not fit right. for office. Yeah, he's not he's not able to string a thought together. Yeah. And and I and I'm not making fun of the fact no, that no. the man had a stroke. This no. is about are you fit to lead? Right. I had the same question in 2020, and we see how that's working out. I know, right? Uh, Pennsylvania better wake up. Hey, but good news. Yeah? No nuclear annihilation over the weekend. That is good news. Very I, good news. I mean, Biden, boy, that thing has been playing out all over the weekend. I did peruse some bomb shelters uh, did over the weekend. Well, I got to tell you, I don't know. And if you know what was going on in Nelson County yesterday, the completion of some kind of special event, I want you to text me at 434-248-0704 because I saw prepper commando vehicles coming off of one of the state roads on the 29 yesterday. And they were like one after the other, after the other, after the other. And they were coming from the middle of the country. And if you can't tell me, I understand what was going on. If you can't tell me what was going on, I think it was a prepper weekend. And they have those Uh, kind of weekends. You know, and after Joe saying we might have Armageddon, well, all to a group I know of Democrats. is we had, um, of course, I live out in the country, as you know. Yeah. Um, and we had these uh, fighter jets. Oh, yeah. Flying. I mean, it rattled the whole house. Oh, and, wow. And the dogs are like, what is happening? <laughs> and uh, I said, uh, and I texted my neighbor, uh-huh. Lori, and I said, did that jet pilot wave on the way over? Wow. And she said he winked at me. <laughs> <laughs> and then I started sending her hashtag danger zone. 
Hashtag need for speed. Hashtag take my breath away. <laughs> she said, spilt coffee in the tower. <laughs> well, there was something. I mean, it was, they were right there. Wow. Yeah, there, there was some kind of a prepper kind of, and, and I don't want to make light of it. I mean, no these are the guys I'm going to go to saying, do you have a spare cup of water? Right. Do you have a, a spare? Oh, yeah, I just peed it in the jar and we've already put it through the filter. It's ready to drink. <laughs> oh, my I mean- gosh. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Too early. Sorry. Too early. Sorry. All right, guys. Uh, here's your thought of the day. I'll try to quickly recover from that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, wow. What of a what a thought of the day to go after that statement. Yes. Uh, everyone is chasing happiness, not realizing that happiness is right at their heels. Mm. Yeah. Let's appreciate what we have. Okay. While we still have it. <laughs> yeah. Four three four two four eight zero seven zero four. That is our text number. Please play along with Armand Jam Trivia. As some of you may know, and I've talked about it on the show, come from a big Italian family. Everybody hugs and kisses everybody. And it's so appropriate because today is Hug a Kevin Day. Yes. If you know somebody named Kevin, hug him. And I do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hug a Kevin Day. According to Ranker, who is the most popular Kevin in America? That's what we want to know. And who there's is... a lot of popular Kevins out there. There are a lot of popular uh, Kevin. So send us who you think is the most popular Kevin. I have one in mind. You do? Okay. You want to share or no? Not Let's yet. just say if this Kevin doesn't like you, he takes you to the train station. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Ooh, that's a good Kevin. Good Kevin. Yeah. All right. On this day in history, yes. in 1932, Betty and Bob premiere on radio. I've never heard of Betty and Bob. On the train that is rapidly approaching the town of Walton, We meet Betty and Bob Drake. A few hours ago, they left the city of Monroe, where they ran and still own that great fighting newspaper, The Trumpet. Upon the urgent advice of doctors, but against his will, Bob is going back to his country home to lead a quiet, restful life until he has completely recovered from the miraculous operation which made it possible for him to walk again. The stories of Betty and Bob. Okay. I love me some radio drama. Yeah, 1932. Nice. Yep. All right, 1966, the Beach Boys released this influential single. Even impressed the Beatles. Yep, sent some good vibes out, and they've been going out ever since. Yeah, that was some interesting recording going yeah, on yeah, and at, just, at the time. Yeah, the, the way they processed their music and how mm-hmm. they overlaid tracks. Much of the things that the Beatles, you know, brought to the table with George. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was his last name? Dang, it just left me. The guy, the guy that the guy that produced the Beatles for many many years. His first name was George. Okay, wow, there goes my alarm. Nineteen. What up. is it telling you? Uh, it, well, that I hit snooze by accident. Ha! Nineteen seventy-one. Finn Holton Weber's musical "Jesus Christ Superstar" premieres for the first time in NYC. It was George Martin. It just came to me. A lot of people don't know that Helen Reddy sang on the original soundtrack, and this is her. And she sang the song about Jesus there. Huh. Helen Reddy. Yeah, she had a great voice. Yeah, she did. Very different voice, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, we also have uh, on Speaking this of voices. in history, oh, I'm, I mean, one of the most iconic voices in 
rock and roll. Uh, in 1978, Steve Perry joins Journey. Yep. So good. Mm. Love it, love it. All right, we got birthdays today. We do. Quite a few of them. Mm -hmm. If it's your birthday, happy birthday to you. You share it with entertainer Ben Vereen. He turned 76. I'm I'm reading it, right? And I'm I'm realizing it's from a guy named Tony. (laughs) So so I turn to this guy and I go, who's Tony? (laughs) And why does he love me so much? Why does he want it? Then I read it. And found out these are my peers yeah. who said, you got something. As a matter of fact, I have that letter today. There's tears on the, on the letter. Oh, that's so yeah. cool. When he won his Tony Award, he wanted to know uh, who Tony was. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, so naive. Yeah. How beautiful is that? Yeah, really. Uh, actor Bradley Whitford is having a birthday today, turning 63. You do not want to have this conversation with the guy who works next door. Mr. President, there's something that's been bothering me for most of the day, and while I know this is an inappropriate time... Oh, what's on your mind, Josh? I serve at the pleasure of the president, and it's a great privilege that I will never forget. I really thought a nice byproduct of not going out with you anymore would be that you wouldn't yell at me anymore. That was a bit unrealistic, wasn't it? Of course, President. <laughs> the West Wing, he was... Um, well, and this guy's done all kinds of other stuff, but his, his big, big, big title was uh, one of the chief of staffs or whatever, for the president day. Mm. They really believed that, you know, Martin Sheen was president. I mean, I think that yeah. the way the media treated him, like, go to him <laughs> for comments. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, so, as a side note mm-hmm. to Ben Vereen, yes. it's his birthday today. Yeah. He also uh, became most famous or got started getting notoriety in Jesus Christ Superstar. Really? Isn't that interesting? I didn't know that. I knew he was in Roots, big it, time in Roots. That it... Well, I, because the Tony, of course, is is stage stuff. Right, right. So I was like, well, I wonder what, you know, what was it? Jesus How Strait about that? Premiered on his birthday. That's wow. pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. All right. Actor Mario Lopez also having a birthday today, turning 49 years old. And still looking, you know, 29. Like but we just don't seem to age, Mario. <laughs> we They're both just sweet. No, I I am. But you aren't. What's in the water? Like, what are you? No, you know, I, got, I don't know. I just, that you're very nice, by the way. Um. I think I got real oily skin. I'm like, if you took a piece of fried chicken and just wiped it on my face. Look, you're the same. You're the same. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> She's showing a picture of him 15 it, it, years it, it, earlier. It's, it's pretty true. Yeah. I mean, it's just kind of true with him. Yeah. Sure. It. No doubt. Uh, actor, well, actress, Julia Sweeney from Saturday Night Live is having a birthday, turning 63 years old. She's an interesting lady. You know, honey, we should really start trying to settle on a name. Yeah, I know. I mean, really, we should have picked one by now, don't you think? Let's just do it. Okay. Well, I was thinking about Sam. Great. Sam. Uncle Sam. I want you to be ostracized. (laughs) Then let's try Paul. Right. Paul. Hey, Paul, where's Peter and Mary? (laughs) What? Peter, Paul, and Mary. Hey, Paul, play me a folk song, and then I'll beat the crap out of you. (laughs) That's her playing across from Nicolas Cage, a very young Nicolas Cage at the time, too. That's pretty funny. <laughs> All right. We also have um, actress Wendy McLeadon Covey mm-hmm. from the Goldbergs and Reno 911 turning 53. 
Oh, hell. You were uh, weaving all over the road there. Well, can sir? we get one thing straight? I have um, not been we drinking. We need to, okay. And right hand to the nose. Yes. That was no. really good. You a dancer? No. No, 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 not a, I'm, I'm just drunk. Gotcha. Oh, up against <laughs> you, the vehicle right now, you, sir. Oh, <laughs> she tricked him. Oh, Lordy. <laughs> That that show you got to be in the oh mood for gosh, that yeah, one. Oh my gosh, yeah, it is an interesting show. Yeah. Uh, drummer Mike Malilnan of Goo Goo Dolls having a birthday today. He turns fifty five. The Goo Goo Goo, not Goo Goo Goo. I like Goo Goo. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. think I think they're pretty good. They Iris, good. they're, they're the very song. good. Hey guys, if you're just joining us, today is Hug a Kevin Day. It is, according to Ranker, who is the most popular Kevin in America. Well, among our listeners, it's Kevin Bacon. I saw that. For sure. Saw some of the texts coming across. Mm-hmm. Could Kevin, they be right? Uh, maybe. Uh, we, we're going to have the answer coming up. Uh, Kevin Costner, also you know, yeah. a popular one, which sure. is, was your Kevin That was my choice. choice. My choice was Kevin Bacon okay. as well. Oddly enough, neither one of those is correct. <laughs> We'll be back with your answer here on The Morning Jam. 619, rocker David Lee Roth, turning 68 today. The Morning Jam, 6 to 9 a.m. The rebirth of Common Sense Talk Radio. We are the Morning Jam. Six twenty-three. It is the Morning Jam, and we're in the middle of our Mind Jam trivia. I want to make a note right here, right now. Uh, huh. Today is Hug a Kevin Day, and I just want to hug Kevin Winters right now, but he's not available for hugging. So, no, Kevin, I'm giving you a virtual hug. According to Ranker, who is the most popular Kevin in America? I said Kevin Costner. Right. Uh, Janet and a bunch of listeners said Kevin Bacon, of Kevin course. Kevin Bacon, that's who I thought was I mean, was the six-degree game and all that. Right. Yeah. Uh, the answer that we were looking for, and Renee got it right. She did. Yes. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart is the number one Kevin. How about that? I know. He is cute and adorable. He is, and he's so funny. He is hilarious. If you have not seen uh, Me Time yet. Is that the one where he interviews people? No, Me oh, Time okay. is, the, is the one where he's a stay-at-home dad. And, oh, okay, it's a and, movie. Uh, it's oh, a movie, okay, okay. and it's a new movie. I think it's on Netflix. It's okay. either on Netflix or, or Prime. Right. But, um, <laughs> it's so, I mean, it is just mindless fun right is what it is yeah but Wahlberg's in it with him and okay and they just do he's the friend that every time he goes to his birthday parties he ends up doing something stupid okay. that he doesn't want to do um and his wife's like yeah you need to go you know yeah, yeah i'm gonna take some me time it's me time <laughs> yeah <laughs> doesn't go well no, it for him no no it doesn't go well oh, at well. all for him so anyway oh well it's funny but that is a uh, well done renee you got yeah. that right way to go so that's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, okay. So a lot to talk about this morning. Okay. Not not a bright shining moment for uh, for us this this weekend. We had a lot of violence in the whole listening area. 
uh, that we'll be going over uh, in a little bit with WDBJ7. Yeah. Uh, Bill Trefero going more in depth with some of yeah. those as well. A lot I of mean, shootings. A lot of shootings and, and things. I mean, really tragic stuff. Yeah, yeah. This, uh, this weekend. Tough weekend. Yeah, we'll get you updated on all that. Uh, we're also going to take a look at Fetterman and Fetterman's oh fitness. Gosh. Yes. Uh, apparently, he is still leading in the polls, and how that is possible, I don't know, because he makes Joe Biden look like a sharp 25-year-old. <laughs> I mean, it is just, it's painful, uh, for sure. Um uh, we'll also talk about Biden's uh, Department of Education mm-hmm. continuing to focus on their woke agenda, even though we have catastrophic reading scores. Mm-hmm. I mean, our math scores have always sucked, but now, right. you know, the reading is not doing well. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Um, we also have the Uvalde School District. Yeah. Big firing. Yeah. Apparently they suspended their entire police force. Mm-hmm. We'll take a look at that. Uh, Vanderbilt Pediatric Gender Clinic pausing yeah. surgeries on minors. Well, isn't yeah. that interesting? Yeah, that is very interesting. Huh. Wonder what caused that <laughs> moment of clarity. And they were, you know, leading cutting edge, you know, on other hospitals. were looking at them for how to make money at gender transitioning and all the follow-up care. You could make hundreds of thousands of dollars. Right. Yeah, they're saying it's going to be a billion-dollar industry for yeah. sure. At the expense of our children. Follow the money. Uh, North Korea firing two ballistic missiles. After they just can't seem to behave himself, can he? N- nobody's behaving themselves. Everyone's I mean, behaving badly. It's not good. No, it's not. Then we have um, uh, we have a uh, not so friendly skies. The Blue Angels were scheduled yeah to do a show in San Francisco for Fleet Week. Uh, that was canceled due to weather conditions. The oh. Democrat City Council members suggest that the plane shouldn't be permitted to uh, to fly there. Really? Yeah. That's always a kind of a fun day for kids. Yeah, and everybody was all excited about it. But does it show that you're a warmonger if you go watch one of them or something? <laughs> Dean Preston, Blue Angels should not be allowed to fly over San Francisco. That's it. That's the tweet. Wow. Uh, that's a twit. That's what you are. <laughs> Gotta go f- respond to that. <laughs> With that. What do you think about that? Well, I... Hmm. So, uh, I think, yeah. I think San Francisco needs more people like Janet over there. <laughs> Keep them. I wouldn't make it a day in San Francisco. Have you... Not you, one day. I don't know if you had a chance to see. You're talking about the uh, blast on the bridge. Um, the supply chain that you've got... What's his name? Um... 2018, Putin dedicates this bridge as because, you know, it's this big thing. Right. Oh, 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 I took over Crimea. Bro. We're building a bridge for supplies. Uh-huh. That's the bridge that they blew up. Yeah, which which is which is why they were retaliating this weekend. Yeah. Pride and, was hurt. Yeah, it was. And the thing about it is if you look around in Russia and places like that, almost everybody, because of the lawsuits, people crashing into people saying it was the other person's fault. Almost everybody's got a dash cam. The dash cam of this guy driving up to the part that really gets high, he's literally driving up on a dash cam. You see the missile hit the bridge and explodes. Wow. You know, and, and it's they're a couple hundred yards from the explosion. Yeah, but they're still. okay, but man, that's scary. That was close, wasn't it? You know, it? I'm, not, I'm thinking 
you know, you don't want to be crossing any bridges anytime soon if you're in those countries. For sure. That's Man, for sure. alive. Crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, but we had a good weekend. I, I was at an event on uh, Saturday night, 50 fiftieth anniversary of a really neat couple. And I got to tell you, this guy's probably in his early to mid seventies. I handed him and his son-in-law my microphone, and I said, five hundred dollar mic, don't drop it." Uh-huh. These two guys sat there and sang "Cheeseburger to Paradise" by Jimmy Buffett. Oh, so uh-huh. I have a seventy-something and a probably a thir- late thirty-something. Singing duets to Jimmy Buffett's Cheeseburger in Paradise. It was a lot of fun. That's it was, great. It was a lot of fun. So, um, Good anyway. weekend. Yeah, good weekend. I made a run to North Carolina to pick up my magnificent new furniture for my living room. Oh, good for you. Yeah, it was great. Okay. 631 CBS News Brief coming up next. Thanks for being with us on this Monday. And currently, we have in Bedford, 41 degrees this morning, 42 in Lynchburg, 41 in Roanoke, 39 in Salem, 45 in Danville, 41 in Appomattox. I stand corrected. That was a truck bomb, not a missile. I thought it was a missile. Well, I was just, uh, I was just kind of, I was looking for the footage that right. you were, that yeah, you that were I was telling talking me about. about. Yeah. And and I don't know that they, I mean, that's what Russia is saying they think it is. So, okay. I mean, I I don't know. There's no telling over there. Either way, it's blown up. Yeah, it's it's in bad shape. So, um, vehicles hitting buildings. What is what is the building of choice when a building gets hit? If you're a business, what's the building of choice? Brick, brick buildings and CVS pharmacies. Oh yes, once again. Either that or convenience stores. The the (laughs) CVS down the down the road from us. Hate CVS on Langhorn Road has been hit so many times. I'm not kidding you. It has been hit and so many times. And how is that possible? The thing is, the driveway is on a hill. It is. It's on a hill. You have to go over the little curb thing. Then you have to get onto the sidewalk. Then you have to hit the building. So it's like, boom, 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 of, boom. Of all the CVSs in this area, you would think that would be the last one. Right, right. So, uh, and it get gets hit on the, on the hillside all the time. Anyway, Bedford Fire Department was called to respond, guess what, to a CVS pharmacy after a report of a vehicle stuck in the building. Oh my gosh. The incident happened at the CVS on East Main Street approximately 12 p.m. on Saturday. Um, Engine 1 says they arrived, found the vehicle with moderate front-end damage, about a three-foot-by-three-foot hole in the front of the building. And, uh, yeah, nobody seriously injured. Crews uh, say the store was evacuated and the power in the area was affected uh, because it had to be turned off injuries were reported, but the occupant of the vehicle was, you know, going to be okay other than, you know, just some, well, yeah, trauma. Right. Probably going to be, and I don't mean to make fun of it. I don't, I don't know how these. It's just bizarre. Yeah. It's just, um, you don't want anybody to get hurt. Um, our, our own Aldi got hit. Remember when that I guy do. hit? Yeah. I do remember. And that one, that one I can see happening a little more than, than the particular CVS over near us. But anyway, um, that happened in Bedford. Huh. All right. Uh, Botetourt County Sheriff's Office investigating the death uh, of a woman who was found unresponsive Saturday morning. Uh, just after 7 a.m., a concerned citizen called to report an unresponsive woman lying on the ground in the uh, 22,000 block of Botetourt Road. Deputies arrived on the scene, found the body lying in a gravel parking lot there. Deputies are currently examining the scene, they say. Uh, that this incident appears to be isolated. There doesn't appear to be any threat to the uh, to the public uh, at this time. That was just one of, of many stories we had 
uh, over the weekend with some tragic losses uh, in the area. We also had uh, uh, troopers investigating a fatal crash in Bedford County. Uh, The driver was ejected from the car. That happened yesterday around 2 a.m. on Route 122 north of Forbes Mill Road in Bedford County. Troopers say the vehicle, a 2013 Toyota RAV4, was traveling south when it ran off to the left side of the road, struck an embankment, and overturned. The driver, 30-year-old Laura Elizabeth English, was not wearing a seatbelt, was ejected from the car. Uh, She was transported to Central Bedford uh, Memorial Hospital, where she passed away, and the crash remains under investigation. She passed away because she wasn't wearing her seatbelt, Mark. Yeah, I know. Did you hear that story? Yes, I did. All right. I did. Wear your seatbelt, y'all. If you're in your car right now and you don't have your seatbelt on, you click it. Did you do it? Okay. All right. That was my mom voice. Okay. Okay. All right. Carry on. I, I don't know where to carry it to. I was on the phone talking to a listener, so I, I didn't get my my next my next story in the queue. I think you did too. I think I heard you. I did switch into two, and I, I did. I tried to. I tried well, to let's give you let's a go to this because I did spend a lot of that last break editing this audio, which oh my, it's painful. Now these are different things that he has said at different times, but I will tell you this: when you hear him messing up, and that would be Fetterman, it's all in the same soundbite. That has not been edited, but right. you will hear a series of him doing faux pas. And I mean, he does make the president, you know, sound uh, rather um, articulate, in- articulate, intelligible, whatever word you want to whatever word you want to use. This is Fetterman over the last you know couple of months doing interviews. And he's always got this white brick wall behind him. Well, for sometimes, some, yeah. It's his little basement. Some of these are out actually on the stump where One he's One thing's for sure, he's always got a hoodie on. He's got a hoodie for some reason. Yep. First, I just wanted to check in and see how how you're feeling and how you're doing. I'm doing, fa- I'm doing fantastic. And, and uh, it's not about kicking balls uh, in the authority or anything. The difference between them is one of them wears a $5,000 suit. But they're just as dangerous, and we need to make sure what is on the line in this race. Tell me who wins. Who wins Erie? Twenty-five out of those fifty. Uh, those fifty-four red counties. More votes. But is wrong with demanding for an easy, safe kind of their income he has 10 mansions i gave away the i gave away the lieutenant governor governor in pennsylvania the only lieutenant governor in the history to do that the union way of life in jersey in excuse me in dc tomorrow tomorrow is three months ago three months ago my life could have ended tell us what Mm. wow he's ahead in the polls and he's ahead in the polls and i mean what does that tell you (laughs) i mean i don't he needs to to take time and get himself and get better and get better you're right i mean this is just horrible it is the eagles are so much better than the eagles yeah we didn't even get to that we didn't even do that one no the eagles are so much better than eagles and people cheered 
And they and they cheered. That was what blew my mind. Was he would say this stuff and then they're like, Yeah, woohoo. Yep. Yeah, they've got some issues there in, in they Pennsylvania. Do. Um they do. and of course, you know, they're they're doing the only thing that they they can do. They're, you know, vilifying Republicans. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, unfortunately Dr. Oz and the pathetic Republicans who are desperately rooting against his recovery. We're, we're not rooting against his recovery. <coughs> nobody's rooting against his recovery. Yeah. But, you know, serving in office isn't the time that you recover. Well, the the, the pressure that is put on one that's serving, you would take a leave of absence to get better if you had a stroke. If you were if you were a smart person, you would you would say, no, I'm, I've got to give up the race. Yeah, I, mean, I can't. I can't do it. I can't I, do it. I, I can't be the best for my right. state. Mm-hmm. But he is not doing that. Nope. And he's he's kind of been forced back yeah. out. Yeah. Um. You know, there's people. Yeah. It's the same thing with our president. Mm-hmm. Although they don't want him to go in public much because he just he just uh, says things that like Armageddon. That was, you know, part of the news over I the don't, weekend. I don't think that was supposed to. <laughs> I don't think he was supposed to. They were walking that one back. Or, uh, but it's. Oh, speaking of walking it back. Yeah. Did you see the president jogging this weekend? Was he jogging? Well, actually, he was running. Stop. In his suit. He was on his way to the helicopter. And the little cackle of media started yelling, Mr. President, are we okay with Armageddon? Is Armageddon going to happen? He literally ran to the helicopter. When they started yelling out the questions, hmm. now he ran about thirty yards, and then he, then he was far enough away, you know, and the noise of the helicopter, he couldn't hear him anymore, and you know, I mean, <laughs> that's that's just so. Come on, oh, boy. be the president. Come on, man. Trump would have two press conferences on the way to the freaking helicopter, right? He and, would. and the staff would go, "Oh, please, Mister," because Donald, you know, he loves the cameras. He does. He loves the microphone. And he was the Make most. Make sure you get my good side. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which one is that? Yeah. He, he he gave the media so much access; it was mm-hmm. unbelievable. Right. It's this guy's complete opposite. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, it's true. And, and we're boy, we're a mess. We're a mess for it, no doubt about it. Yeah. It's gonna be interesting. It's time for Janet's five and dine on the morning jam. Give her five minutes, and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. Five and Dine is brought to you by our friends at FNL Market, where they are cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day and working hard to keep their prices low so you can keep your food bill in check. And today on Five and Dine, I'm going to give you a recipe that is just, uh, it screams fall okay. for sure. Um, it is a, uh, it's a pork meatloaf, but it has something kind of deliciously different going on okay. uh, with it. You're going to start with um, with your uh, pound of ground pork. That's what you're going to start with. Preheat your oven to 350 degrees. Uh, line the bottom of a small broiler pan with aluminum foil and uh, put, put the insert in it. And uh, you're going to go ahead and make your glaze first to go on your meatloaf because you got to have that. Okay. Uh, a half a bottle or half a cup of bottled chili sauce, which I use a lot in my recipe, so you should probably have that in your pantry. Two tablespoons of apple juice, two tablespoons of apple butter, one and a half tablespoons of apple cider vinegar, and one teaspoon of dry mustard. So that's going to be your glaze instead of your typical 
meatloaf glaze. Then you're going to mix in with your uh, ground pork, one pound of ground pork, two-thirds of a cup of quick-cook oats, along with an egg, a fourth of a cup of apple butter, a half a cup of shredded apple, two teaspoons of uh, instant beef bouillon granules. I use better than broth uh, beef bouillon. That's what I use. Two teaspoons of dried minced onion, teaspoon of minced garlic, half a teaspoon of salt, fourth of a teaspoon of ground pepper. And you're going to mix all that together. Don't overhandle it, uh, but go ahead and put that down in your meatloaf pan, or you can freeform it however you like to do your meatloaf. And you're going to put it into the oven and bake it for 45 minutes. And then you're going to uh, remove it from the oven and uh, brush the, the glaze over it, return it to the oven, and uh, bake it for 20 minutes more. You want that internal temperature to be about 160. Let it sit for 10 minutes, and then you can slice it up. Uh, I will tell you, because of all the apple and apple butter in this, Mm -hmm. a nice side for this particular recipe is like a mashed sweet potato instead of regular potatoes. Yeah, yeah. It's a really nice fall fall meal. I'm digging it. You want to try this one out, go to Facebook, type in Janet's Five and Dine. You'll find this recipe and all the recipes that we share. Brought to you by F&L Market, where their meats are a cut above. Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the Morning Jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. I come from a long line of Southern cooks, and one thing my mama always told me was ingredients matter. That's why I trust the experienced butchers at F&L Market, Lynchburg's only locally and family-owned independent grocery store. Their staff cuts and grinds fresh meats daily and will offer you the personal service you desire for everyday meals or special occasions. This week at F&L Market, save on fresh ground round, $3.98 a pound. Family pack assorted pork chops are $2.79 a pound. Save on family pack drumsticks or thighs, $1.49 a pound. Smithfield bacon, all varieties, $3.98 for a 12-ounce package. And in the produce department, save on fresh green peppers or cucumbers, $0.79 cents each. Sign up to be a VIP Savings Club member. Text FL Market to 833-605-1804. Stop by FNL Market today, 2517 Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg. Their meat is a cut above. Call Janet and Mark. 434-534-8500 or toll-free 866-916-3776. Call the Morning Jam. The Morning Jam. 651 on the Morning Jam. As always, after the show, we put our our program up on SoundCloud. Go to SoundCloud, type in the Morning Jam on VTRN. You'll find Janet's Five and Dine, the pork Meatloaf with apple and butter glaze up there here in a few hours. Mm-hmm. And then uh, all of our interviews that we do and then our morning, uh, what we call the eye-opener, the morning jam eye-opener, the first 20 minutes of the show, and then each hour individually packaged just for you to listen to at your convenience. So a uh, few texts this morning. Okay. Uh, Jay texted in says, uh, what does that tell you in response to Fetterman? Mm-hmm. Says apparently people are getting dumber and dumber. Hmm. But if you ask how anyone can lose to that, well, remember, Trump lost to Biden. Right. Well, right. I mean, that's true. Mm-hmm. That is absolutely true. And then uh, Alan texted in yeah. and said that uh, 
he thought the Kanye Tucker Carlson interview was incredible. Uh, he had time to watch it this weekend. It's incredible if you can follow someone who would almost appear to be schizophrenic. Yes. I'm, I'm just saying, the guy was all over the place. He said, uh, he, he, I place. hope you all will play some snippets from it. Well, we could play probably a 30-second snippet, because in 30 seconds, he's going in a totally different direction. It's rapid fire. Now, I told Janet, Alan, so before you call and get me you know, all jacked up, I told Janet, I watched part of the interview on Friday, too, because I'm intrigued by the guy, and so is apparently Tucker Carlson. But... um some of the things that, that he, some of the ideas that he has about things are very interesting. I realize he has to deal with handlers. He's got 500, in his companies, Janet, he said he had 500 and some consultants that he was dealing with over the last year with all of his companies. And, you know. I, I, well, I he was kicked off Instagram Friday. Was he? Okay. He had tweets deleted Saturday. Um. A lot of people in Hollywood are very upset with him. Had some off-the-wall comments about Jews. Right. Um, He he had faced some criticism for tweets that were viewed as Mm -hmm. anti-Semitic hours after uh, he was suspended from Instagram Mm -hmm. as uh, Sarah Silverman, Jamie Lee Curtis. Right. uh, They were all speaking out Mm -hmm. against the since deleted twitter post right uh now this is what they said i i mean i didn't i didn't see it mm-hmm. uh, kanye threatened the jews yesterday on twitter and it's not even trending hmm. silverman tweeted why do mostly only jews speak up against jewish hate the silence is so loud before his post was removed from the platform on saturday he wrote i'm a bit sleepy tonight but when i wake up I'm going Death Con 3 on Jewish people. Wow. The funny thing is, I actually can't be anti-Semitic because black people are actually Jews. So mm-hmm. you guys have toyed with me and tried to blackball anyone who ever opposes your agenda. What? See, these are the things that throw all the other stuff into question. When he right. says I something mean, when good, when he says and, something like that, you know, it's like, how do you take any of it seriously? Right, you, it's hard to take the good things serious. Um, yeah, Curtis shared his tweet with her fans and pleaded with Kanye to stop his harmful rhetoric. Mm-hmm. Um, the holiest day in Judaism was last week. Words matter. A threat to Jewish people ended once in a genocide. Mm-hmm. Your words hurt and incite violence. Right. You are a father. Please stop. Mm. That was Jamie Lee. Jamie Lee Curtis. Okay. Which is, that's a an appropriate yeah, sure. yeah, thing to say. Yeah, it says that uh, Diddy is being controlled by the Jewish people. That would be Puff Daddy. Mm. Diddy. I, I don't know what names these people, because Kanye goes by Ye now. Right. Which is probably a nickname yeah. for him. So. Um, yeah. As a lot of that's a lot of devoted stuff. Howard Stern fan Michael Rappaport mm-hmm. held up his Jewish star pendant as he disavowed the power singer, reminding him that he was on his side during the Pistol Pete Davidson era. Mm-hmm. This is unacceptable, he said before adding, "Kanye would never manifest his dream of being president. I'm going to be the one to tell you to break your, the heart of your dream. You are not going to be president." Mm-hmm. 
So I don't know. On Saturday, Elon Musk, who is in the process of acquiring the social media platform, welcomed Kanye onto the site after he was banned from Instagram. Uh, Welcome back to Twitter, my friend. He wrote in response to a photo that uh, Kanye shared with Mark Zuckerberg, who founded Facebook, Mm -hmm. is now the CEO of Meta. Right. Uh, He said, look at this, Mark. How are you going to kick me off Instagram? (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. I I don't think he's well. Yeah. I I just don't think he's well. Uh, And even, I mean, even unwell people can have some, some... say some right things oh yeah moments of brilliance and all mm-hmm. that kind of thing yeah it's pretty it's... heck my my old radio boss some years ago when i was doing this teen rock show for almost 10 years called Livewire, he said mark you know during the show there's actually moments of brilliance <laughs> <laughs> two hours long sometimes there's moments of brilliance <laughs> oh my goodness so uh also lizzo yeah uh, she also took on Kanye. Oh, gee, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, she'd be doing some smackdown on old Kanye. He better be careful. Well, apparently, he had made some comment about her weight. Right. Uh, he, uh, of course, he sat down with Tucker Carlson, yeah. discussed his marriage with Kim Kardashian, his right. experience as a Trump supporter. And during the interview, apparently, at some point, he referenced Lizzo. Mm-hmm. While criticizing mainstream attitudes towards obesity. Oh, okay. I got you. Says Lizzo worked with my trainer, a friend of mine. When Lizzo loses 10 pounds and announces it, uh, the bots, that's the term for telemarketer callers on Instagram, attack her for losing weight. Um, He says Lizzo is being used by the media to promote overweight body types, calling it a genocide of the black race. Right. Okay. I think Alan's calling in to respond. You got about a minute and a half, Alan, to respond. Go ahead. Hey, I had a standing Myrtle Beach, so I had a little time to watch that interview and listen to it. Does night kick back on the balcony? But it, what Kanye is saying, and sometimes people will call you crazy if you. I mean, they would probably call John the Baptist crazy if he was out now. Not comparing him to John the Baptist, but uh, just saying, don't. yeah. <laughs> you know, I think. Um, think people don't like the truth anymore they just don't like truth they don't like jordan peterson they don't like what kanye is saying they don't like what elon is saying and these these guys are bringing it but the difference is you can't say good stuff everything you said but you can't go and say things like that and then say you're going to go all defcom 3 on on jews and don't criticize me because all blacks are jews i mean that's that's a ridiculous thing to say. Well, yeah, and I mean, sometimes everybody's going to make a uh, nobody's going to talk never in my life. And I've said some dumb stuff in my life, but never in my life have I threatened to go Defcom 3 on some Jews. Well, and I hope you haven't either. I didn't see I didn't see that in an interview. I didn't Well, it wasn't it in wasn't the interview. An interview. He it did was, it on Twitter. It was over on the weekend. Twitter. Yeah. But you, uh, you uh, know, did he, yeah. Well, he's 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 being attacked so so fiercely, and he said that in the interview that he he got people said they were going to kill him for supporting Trump. Hey, we're yeah, up against I'm the sure, break. Yeah. We'll send you the link. We're listening.